Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to chapter 10, verse 4. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Jesus called his twelve disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Isseret, who betrayed him. I believe that in these verses, God is calling us towards a deeper understanding of what it means to evangelize. The word for good news in the Greek is euangelion, which is where we get the word evangelism from. But packed into that word is a lot of baggage, a historically violent and coercive act. If we're going to engage evangelism today, if this is something God is calling us towards, We have to begin by being honest about the way we've misused it and then combing scripture for how Jesus taught evangelism to his disciples. This passage begins like many others in the Gospels. We see Jesus and his disciples moving from place to place, sharing the good news and offering healing for the sick. This is nothing new. Basic Jesus stuff. The passage begins, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. The first thing to notice here is that proclaiming the good news is often paired with bodily healing. So there's both a spiritual and physical dimension to Jesus' evangelistic ministry. In many ways, modern evangelism has been all about the spiritual, about the eternal soul of the one receiving. But we find in the gospel that Jesus never divorces the good news from the real and present pain that was in people's lives. I know for myself, I'm much more likely to pray for someone to have peace or for God to speak to them or guide them spiritually through their lives. But it's a rare occasion that you'll catch me praying that someone with a broken leg or blinding migraines be healed. The spiritual stuff just seems more realistic and has shaped the way we think about evangelism. But what if God is challenging us to consider evangelism holistically, pertaining to every single aspect of a person's life? What if there is no inch of your body and soul that God doesn't want to see healing in? And what part might we play in that? The passage goes on and Jesus compares the people to both sheep in need of a shepherd and a harvest in need of workers. And I don't think it's a coincidence that these analogies are side by side. In the sheep analogy, we are helpless and in need of guidance. Many sheep will fall on their backs and wiggle their little legs to no avail, unable to stand. And the shepherd would have to come over and help them back to their feet. Have you ever felt helpless? Like there was nothing you could possibly do to fix the way things are? 
I know that feeling all too well. And here, we get the story of a God who meets us in that place of need, helping us to stand. In the next analogy, God's people are crops who are prepared to be harvested and used. But he's also in need of workers to harvest them. Jesus says, the workers are few. So there is great need in the world, but not enough people to see to that need. And if we look at the two analogies as one, placed side by side, not as separate ideas, but intentionally delivered together, the great harvest and need of workers is the shepherding of the sheep. In other words, God is in need of or greatly desires people to act as shepherds to his sheep. He says then, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into the harvest field, basically telling his disciples to pray that God send someone to help. I imagine at this point they might be nodding along. That's a pretty simple task, right? How many times have I found myself praying that someone, anyone, would help people who were in need, right? Thoughts and prayers are easy to give out, but maybe they're confused by his ask. For many of his followers, Jesus was supposed to be that person. He was the Messiah, the one who would deliver the Jewish people into their new kingdom and out of their suffering. So when he asks you to pray for workers, you're like, well, you're right here. You know, we've already prayed for you. But this is my favorite part. The passage reads that Jesus calls his disciples and gives them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. He charges them with the same thing he's been doing throughout his ministry. Right after telling them to pray that workers be sent into the harvest field, he says, okay, now go into the harvest field. <laughs> I, I can't help but read this like Jesus is playing them, right? He played them, he set them up, and then rocked their expectations. The passage goes on to list the names of the disciples and who they are. And this part is important because there aren't the best people on paper. Right? They're sinners and sons of people without note, fishermen and even traitors, but Jesus sends them into the field. What's magical about this moment is that we are reminded that these disciples are also sheep. They are the hopeless ones, the helpless ones who need the love and guidance of Jesus, but they are also the ones charged with healing the sick and bringing the good news. We get the story of an evangelism that heals both ways. You are healed so that you can heal. You are blessed to be a blessing. One of the questions I've heard over and over again is, where was God when this happened? You know, why doesn't God care about X or Y? Why doesn't he fix this or heal that? And in this moment, Jesus' answer to all of those questions is, where are you? I have helped you so that you can help those still in need. I am with you. I've given you authority. You carry my name, my mark, my image. Now go. Shepherd the sheep. Bring in the harvest. This is evangelism. Pray with me. Lord, I am undone by the clarity of your message. I'm challenged by the extent of your love for your people. Thank you for finding me in the lowest of places and calling me forward. Help me, Lord. Help me to understand what it means to be both sheep and worker. Search my heart for the moments I am inclined to overlook or avoid the great needs in this world. Convict me when I am prone to ask why no one is helping 
while I too remain still. Give me a bold spirit that is willing to step out and step forward when there is so much work to be done. May we not be consumed by despair and disunity, but rather find each other in our mistakes and inadequacies and sin and build each other up spiritually, mentally, and physically. We yearn for your healing, God. Teach us to evangelize. Share your good news with the world in a way that is authentic, compassionate, and hungry for you. In your glorious name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.